now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls, on purpose. Go to witnesstalkradio.org to find more episodes and listening options. People have been calling him bold and brave, and even saying that he's a hero. But is Bruce Jenner's sex change operation something to encourage? Or is it wrong and go against God's will? I asked some students at the University of Cincinnati about their thoughts regarding Bruce Jenner and his transgenderism. You're listening to Witness Radio. Carson, today we're on the campus. We're talking to people about Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner, dude that decided to have a sex change. Now he's a chick. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I don't really know too much about it, but like, um, like I think people should just. I, I think it's cool that she's doing that, and uh, I think it's cool, and I think it's inspire. I think it's inspiring too. I mean, when you just take it, it like as it is, it's cool. So now let me put you in a in a scenario real quick. Okay, you're uh, hanging out at a bar or whatever at a party, and you meet this chick. And uh, you you really like her, and uh, you want to be her boyfriend and whatnot. And then she she comes out and says, "I used to be a dude." You okay with that? My my reaction? Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, everybody's different, and like, if I really like somebody, like it it doesn't matter. Like that's not that kind of thing's not going to matter. It's more about like um, how they act and their belief system. I think, and I don't. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. So, so you you'd still be willing to to date uh, a girl that used to be a dude? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I'm not in that situation right now, so it's kind of hard to like say exactly. But you know what I mean? Okay. Cool. Well, don't don't worry. I, w- I was just putting you on the on the hot seat there for a minute. So let me uh, ask you this: What type of uh, religious background do you have? Um, I was like raised Catholic, but. Uh, it's, <laughs> can I just go? I'm star- I just really gotta go. Okay, so maybe that was a bit too blunt, but it's definitely a scenario worth bringing up in discussion. Would people feel the same way if they found out that the person they were in a relationship with was not actually of the gender they profess? What are your thoughts? Let me know at witnesstalkradio.org. Can it be a fire conference that isn't dopey and heretical? You betcha. In New Jersey, no less. Tom's River specifically. Check out Jersey Fire. Who is going to be at this great evangelistic equipping conference? None other than Dan Phillips from Pyromaniacs, Carl Kirby Jr., Andrew Rappaport. All equipping you at the great Jersey Fire Conference. Find out more now at jerseyfire.org. I want to encourage you all to join me at the Martyreo Academy on June 27th. Tickets are available for $15 until Monday at witnesstalkradio.org. You'll get expert teaching from Bill Rillo, Mike Riddle, and myself as we talk about what it really means to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Go to witnesstalkradio.org and sign up today. 
Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Girls, what are your thoughts regarding Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner? I mean, I think if Bruce isn't comfortable in his own body and he feels more comfortable as being Caitlyn, then just go for it. Do what makes you comfortable. Okay, that was Alex. So now let's go to Vivian. I feel like you should be true to who you are always, and no matter what that may be. And it's not really my place to say what is right or wrong for somebody else. Okay, so now you said uh, true to be who you are always. Was it true that he was a man? Um, sex and gender are two different things. So the body he was born in might have been a man, but the way he identifies his gender, which is a mind thing, not a body thing, he identified as a female, but he was too afraid to come out as so because it's, it's clearly still not a popular thing to do. People don't understand it. People are kind of scared of it, and a lot of people are rude about it. Which is why I think that he waited so long, well, she waited so long to say anything. What do you think he or she decided to do this now? I mean, maybe it had just, like, been too long and he decided he wanted to do it before he was too old and couldn't anymore. Maybe he just wasn't comfortable in his own skin anymore. Needed to bring out Caitlin to feel comfortable. What about you? I think the same thing, and so many transgender people have died really recently, and it's actually become like national news that it's starting to become more talked about than it has been before, and this is a great opportunity for somebody who has a lot of media influence to just bring light to something like this in a positive way. You had said that the gender thing is mental. Is there a possibility that it could be mental illness or, or just a confusion regarding what they actually are you know male being male female being female I mean I guess I could never imagine like I'm a girl and I could never imagine wanting to be a boy so I mean I can't get in that mindset but I guess maybe it's just like a different mental way that he thinks like that he was born a boy but couldn't think of himself that way and in his mindset he was actually a girl I couldn't like put myself in that position but I guess that's a different mental thing for him Okay, what about you? Um, The way I think about it is a lot different than anybody else that I know. And to me and to many people, gender is a social construct because we're just raised to think that there are two types of bodies, therefore there are two genders. And it's becoming more and more apparent that people don't identify with these things that are supposed to be manly and these things that are supposed to be feminine. No, there are more than two genders. There's the gender binary doesn't exist it's how you identify and it's completely okay to be whatever you want to be i i don't see why there's so much controversy surrounding other people i don't understand why people care so much to go out of their way to hurt someone else 
Like if I were to identify as non-binary, if I said, I'm not male, I'm not female, why is that anybody else's business? Why would that hurt anyone else? I'm not trying to push anything on anyone else. I'm just trying to stay true to myself. Not that I am um, non-binary or whatever, but I just, I don't see why there's so much negativity surrounding it. Okay, so now I wanted to go back to the question that I asked uh, a minute ago. Do you think that it's possible that it's mental illness that causes a person to think that they're, you know, say Bruce Jenner, you know, he thinks he's a female, he, he's calling himself Caitlin now. Do you think that there's a possibility of it being mental illness or mental instability? Um, I think there's definitely a chance that it's just like a mental instability because definitely a lot of people aren't born being one gender and wanting to be another so I definitely think there's a possibility it could be a mental instability that he was just born with that he can't help I don't think it was it was the way he was raised or anything I think it might just be something mentally okay and what about you I wouldn't necessarily call it an illness I don't think it is a mental illness I don't really know what I would consider it I'm yeah I'm not really sure at this point okay so now you're not sure whether or not it would be a mental illness, but would you say that it's definitely something that's not not of the normal mindset? I feel like it's not reported as normal. Like, whereas you see about 100 years ago, there weren't as many, as you see now, as many gay people, as many just people that, like, people used to be, used to be like everybody was straight. But now it's like almost every other person you meet is a different sexuality than you know. I feel like that's how it's going to be with transgender too because it's been looked down upon. People haven't been able to come out of their shell because they're afraid to say these things. Why do you think people look down upon transgenderism or even, you know, like you were mentioning homosexuality? You know, why why are these lifestyles so looked down upon? Um because they're different and people are afraid of change okay. because society is so judgmental and it's if it's not in their mindset and it's not the way they think then it's not okay and they feel like they have the right to judge the way someone else is living their life when it has nothing to do with them you were talking about how you know 100 years ago everybody was straight nobody was transgender and all that and you say that people are afraid of change and that's why they don't like people who are coming out as uh, homosexual or transgender what about like computers, technology, stuff like that. I mean, all these marvels of technology have come out in the past hundred years or so. Nobody seems to be too afraid of those. What, why? What's the difference? Because those things aren't people. Um, those things are going to be constantly evolving. Like, there are things invented many, many years ago that we don't have around now. The things that we have now are going to go out of style, and the things that are being invented right now are seen just to purely help other people there nothing well at least that we know of is being created to destroy mankind or anything like that all of these new inventions and technologies are becoming such to further humankind and to just ensure our livelihood whereas people changing i don't know it's different because it's just they're people and they have their free will whereas technology doesn't have free will so it's not as scary People can do whatever they want. Technology can. Any thoughts? Um, I mean, pretty much just the things, same thing she said. Technology is beneficial to people for the most part, and people just have a problem with 
other people who don't think the same way they do and then that's when they decide to be judgmental and say something with technology like she said it's not free will and technology doesn't really have it's kind of just there <laughs> for the most part it's a lot of religions and religious people that are that are against homosexuality against transgenderism why do you think that is for example christians why do you think they're so against transgenderism um a lot of christians just go by the bible and i know the bible says that it's wrong to um if you're a woman you're supposed to be with a man and if you're a man you're supposed to be with a woman and it's not supposed to be same gender related and i know a lot of christians just go off of that but some people just can't help the way that they feel and christians feel the need to judge because it's not right in the bible okay what about you I would agree with that. I think people, religious people, um, take their each of their religious readings very seriously and very literally. Whereas, to me, each religious book, each religious following, might not necessarily be literal as it's written. It might be more metaphorical. Like, as in, in the Bible where Jesus made blind people see, it might not mean he literally cured them of their blindness. Maybe he just allowed them to see see life in a different way, and that cured their blindness of life. Okay. Um, So what type of uh, religious background, if any, do do you girls have? Um, Well, when I was little, actually, um, my dad was huge into church. He, um, we were there every single day for, like, one type of club or another. He was, like, leading a bunch of, um, Alcoholics Anonymous group. So we were there every single night. So I've definitely been in the church life a whole lot. Okay, so you would say you were raised Christian? Yes, definitely. Okay, and what do you identify with now? Um, I mean, I would definitely say I'm not as into my religion as I used to be, but I definitely am still a Christian and still believe in God. Okay, and Vivian, how about you? Um, I was raised in the Methodist church up until I was about 12 years old, and then we stopped going to our church just because we didn't like the way certain things were being done. I haven't really gone to church since then, and I've questioned a lot of my beliefs, and I don't really identify with anything now, but I know that humans are not the most intelligent life form. That's all I can really say on that. I don't really know anything else. So now do you... Uh, just a, a follow-up to that. Do you believe there is a God or that there's nothing? I think there's something more than we could ever comprehend. I don't know what that may be, okay. but it's bigger than us. Gotcha. Okay, I think that would technically label you agnostic. Yeah, you, so. you just don't know w- what it is right. that's out there. Yeah. Continuing with the uh, religious thoughts, what does someone have to do to go to heaven? I mean, I think to go to heaven, you don't necessarily have to go to church. Just don't don't be a bad person. Don't go to jail. Don't, you know, ob- obey the commandments for the most part. Everyone's going to make mistakes in their lives. But I think some people, it's not fair that people say that if you, the only way you can go to heaven is if you believe in God. Because some parents just don't even say anything about their kids to God. So how are their kids supposed to even know um what to believe in so I think as long as you're just a good person you're not just going around like being destructful to everyone around you then you can go to heaven I don't think it's fair if you do know nothing about God and you're not allowed to go to heaven just for that reason because it's not always that person's fault okay and the video I'm not sure if I believe there is a heaven and hell I'd like to think that there's something more after we die but I don't really know I feel like as long as you stay true to yourself make sure you yourself are safe and happy and those that you care about are safe and happy then you should prosper in another time. 
One of the reasons that a lot of people will focus on Christianity, since that's where you both grew up in, a lot of people, you know, the Christians and whatnot, they, they say that their Bible says, you know, certain things are wrong, they, they call them sin, you know, and they say, if you've done those things, then you don't go to heaven. Um, I mean, definitely. I mean, I think everyone is a sinner. Everyone sins, I mean, probably like every day of their life. But I think as long as, I mean, I I think just still, as long as you're a good person, not even necessarily following the Bible, as long as you're a good person, even if you're not a Christian, I think you should be allowed to go to heaven. Okay. What about you, Vivian? I think as long as you understand your wrongdoings and apologize however your, your religion like calls apologizing like I don't know 10 Hail Marys or whatever you do then you should go to heaven okay well now I'm gonna uh, reveal myself a little bit I am a a Christian part of uh, this show is to uh, talk to people about religion and their beliefs and everything and to share what the Bible actually says because there's a lot of misinformation that's out there so the Bible actually says that there are none good, no, not one. It says, you know, like you said, everyone is a sinner. Everyone's done something wrong against God. And it says that because of that, nobody deserves to go to heaven, but they all deserve to go to a place called hell or the lake of fire. For example, it says that all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. Let me ask you girls, have either of you told a lie before? Yes. Yes. What do you call someone who lies? A liar. You agree? Yes. So, according to the Bible, you girls should go to hell when you die. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, I think everyone tells lies, little and big. I mean, I just think everyone, I mean, everyone sins, everyone tells a lie, whether it's big or small, but then I feel that God redeems you, and as long as you know, you know you did wrong, and redeem yourself then you should still be allowed to go to heaven okay what about you yeah i would agree with that completely you know the bible says that uh we can't redeem ourselves because we're guilty let me use an analogy on you you're standing before a judge you're guilty of breaking some crime and the judge says you can pay a billion dollar fine right now no bail bondsman no asking mommy and daddy for money million or a billion dollars right now or I throw you in prison for the rest of your life do you have a billion dollars no I also do not have a billion (laughs) dollars well you know the judge says even if you did it's not any good in this court because it's blood money it's it's money that that is associated with you with the crime that you committed so your money is no good in this court So just as the judge is about to slam the gavel down and throw you away into prison for life, someone you don't even know comes in and pays the fine for you. Okay? So that's that's the setup. Now, taking it back to the religious aspect, you know, I said that uh, liars, the Bible says that they go to hell. You know, it also talks about thieves, uh, fornicators, people who have sex outside of marriage. It talks about adultery. And it even goes into the thought life. It says, uh, Jesus said, whoever looks at a woman to lust after her has committed adultery already in his heart. So just looking at someone with, a, with an illicit sexual desire is the same as adultery. He, 
it even goes on a little further. It says, whoever hates his brother is a murderer. So if you've ever hated somebody before, then you are the same as being a murderer like Charles Manson. I mean, it, that's how serious God takes sin. Okay? And now with, with Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner, the sin that he is committing, well, probably many, but the one that I'm focused on right now is, while the Bible does not specifically talk about transgenderism, it talks about making a God to suit yourself or make putting something above God, and that's called idol worship. That's uh, the first and the second commandments. And that's what Bruce is doing when he's taking matters into his own hands and changing the way that God made him to become a female. Now, whether it's uh, mental instability or not, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a psychologist or a head doctor or nothing like that. But what I do know is that we have all done wrong. We've all sinned against a holy, righteous God. And he says that we all deserve to go to hell. But there is something that's been done to save us from hell. There's an escape route. Do you girls know what that is at all? An escape route? Correct. A way to escape hell. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how to answer that. Okay, what about you? Maybe baptism? No, that's not it. You girls grew up in the Christian uh, religion. So who's the most integral person in, in the Christian religion? Who, who's the most famous? Uh, Jesus, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Right. So Jesus, he was uh, sent to earth, born of a virgin. He was actually God in the flesh. He lived a perfect life. He never lied like you, you, or me. He never looked with lust. He never hated someone. He never did anything wrong. So even though he lived a perfect life, he died on the cross. He was punished like a criminal. And when he was dying on that cross, he was being punished, not because of the sins or the crimes that he committed, but because of the sins and the crimes we've committed. And the Bible says that his payment, his sacrifice, was enough to satisfy the wrath of God. See, God is angry with the wicked every day, the Bible says. A lot of people say, love the sinner, hate the sin. No, God is angry with the sinner. The sinner is the one who commits the sin. But we can have forgiveness through Jesus and what he did on the cross. You see, he shed his blood on that cross like a lamb. Uh, if you are familiar with the Old Testament at all, they had to make sacrifices every year. Well, Jesus was the sacrifice for all mankind. His blood was shed for us to take away our sins. But there's a catch to that. It, it doesn't apply to everybody, okay? It applies only to those who repent, which means to turn away from sin and put their trust in Jesus Christ and what he did on that cross for them. And to prove that he was God, to prove that his payment was accepted, he rose from the grave three days later. So he's not still dead. He's alive. He is still alive today. He ascended into heaven 40 days after he rose from the grave, and he sits at the right hand of the Father. And now he intercedes on our behalf. The Bible says you need to turn from sin, saying, I no longer love my sin. I know what it's doing to me, that it's dragging me to hell. I want to turn away from that. And I want to turn to God, the, one, the only one who can provide me a way out of hell. 
and you can turn to God by putting your trust in Jesus Christ and him alone. Does that make any sense, girls? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, that makes sense. Knowing that the Bible says you girls deserve to go to hell, just like I deserve to go to hell, would you be willing to consider, at least consider, the possibility of doing what God says you must do to receive that gift, to turn from your sin, to put your trust in Jesus Christ? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, that's amazing that, you know, he sent his son down to, um, you know, so we can repent from our sins and be able to still go to heaven when we, when God thinks that we should go to hell for our sins. So, absolutely. I'm going to completely disagree with you and say absolutely not because the only life I'm certain of is the one I'm living now and I'm going to live to make myself happy. Whether or not that includes sin, it most likely does since there are many, many things that are sins. And if this is all I'm certain of, I would rather do it to please myself and make myself happy rather than make someone else happy that I'm not sure exists or not. And I completely respect those who say the opposite, like Alex, and anyone who believes other than I do. I completely respect that, and though I might not understand it, I would try my best to help others achieve whatever they may be searching for to please whatever it may be. So, Vivian, let me uh, point something out to you real quick. What you just shared with me, what you're doing is basically along the same lines of Bruce Jenner right now is you're you're uh, putting yourself above God. You're making yourself more important than the God that created you, the God who gave you life, gives you breath every day. And you're saying, I'm more important. I know what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Even though God's word clearly says that's not what is best for you, but that you should turn from your sin and follow him. You should put your trust in him so that you can escape hell. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. But you're still going to do it. Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> well, girls, I want to thank you both so much for talking to me on Witness Radio. Um, I mean, to go with Vivian a little bit at the very end there, I believe in God just because I grew up in such a, um, my dad was just so Christian, so I was always there, and I completely believe in God. I believe that people can't just randomly end up on earth without there being God to create us, and there was no way that there could be, you know, like skies and the sun and the ground and just the whole earth created without him, but I can also see the perspective where, um, you, we haven't, not everyone has seen God, had any signs from God know anything about him to prove if he's real or not so i can also see the perspective where people would be like well why would i you know obey someone who i don't even know exists or not so i see vivian's side as well vivian um i just want to make sure that everyone listening knows that there are many different ways of thinking and of viewing things and each of those are okay as long as it is respected by other people I think it's very um, valuable to understand that in the first place and important to realize that not everyone is going to agree with you and that that's okay and you are not able to change everybody, although it may hurt to realize things like that. And I just want to say, uh, to follow up on both of your statements here, there is a God, 
there is one God, the God of the Bible, and he has made himself known in this world. So even those who say they don't know that there is a God, like Vivian here, deep down in her heart she knows that there is a God, and that it's the God of the Bible. That's what the Bible teaches. Okay. And Vivian, to address what you just said, yes, there are many different views. And I respect people with different views, like yourself, like Alex, like Muslims, Mormons, Bruce Jenner. I respect them, but not because of their views. I respect them because they are created by a holy God. They are God's creation. Does that mean I agree with them, with their beliefs? No. I, I, I strongly disagree because their, their beliefs are against God's word, against God, which everyone knows, according to the Bible, everyone knows what the truth is, and they suppress it in their unrighteousness, in their sinfulness. Okay. So thank you again, girls, for talking to me on Witness Radio. Cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born-again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.